0: Hamatlob Harlem Hadul Han Dul Hase Ibadat Taharat Muadatarahum Muadatarahum Muhabbat Kapehela The fourth of Rajab, fourteen forty five, corresponding to their Gregorian calendar, the sixteenth of January, twenty twenty four. You can send in your messages, your queries through to the number 84 786 If you're in a foreign country, the number is plus two seven, the code plus two seven, eight four, seven eight six, three one three two. Let's welcome Hazrat Muftisab. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ba rakallahu fiqum ma zayedkan jazakallahu khayran
0: Muftisab the first question we have here a person says my husband's organization has offered a position in Dubai I do not want to go but he is adamant that I should go what, what does Muftisab advise? Bismillahir Rahmanir
1: Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasululihul Kareem Amma bad All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa rasulullah sallallahu wasallam first and foremost is not a question of him alone It's a question of him, you, the wife, and maybe your left children. So let me explain to you what is Dubai, what is the Emirates, and so forth. There, Tabligh Jamaat is banned. There, for you to go and speak about Palestine, and if you want to, you know, organize, for example, lectures, somebody must come speak, they'll lock you up, and so forth. So all these things here, you go praise Hamas and all that, you'll get into big problems there. So my advice will be, your husband is being very selfish. He is just looking at maybe the dollars or the wages he will receive and so forth and so on. So it might seem very impressive, but they are the country, you must remember, that have normalized ties with Israel. So they love Israel. They are the slaves of America and Israel. They will give money to Israel so they can massacre Hamas and the Palestinians and so forth and so on. So according to me, it's not even permissible for your husband and you to go there and so forth. And remember that if he insists, tell him he can go alone. And you know, then he can't tell you you must accompany him because it's a very, very toxic and environment and your children, if you have children, where will they go? You must remember that the cost of living is very, very expensive there. Then the education and so there's no Islam there or anything. If you think you're going to a Muslim country, Islamic country, they wine, swine, pork. Everything is available openly. Not only that, they will have the flag of Israel. They'll have the flag of United Arab Emirates together on certain items to tell you that see, this has come from Israel. It doesn't come from Israel. It has come from Al-Arḍul Muhtalla. It has come from the occupied Palestinian territories, which the Jutlas Haramis have stolen and so forth and so and occupied. So therefore, you should think about all these issues. Here, yeah, you ask me. So my verdict will be: you should not even consider it. It's a no-brainer. That remember is not even one of the options a person. Yes, a person you go and just visit. Eat, or you go for shopping like people do. So that's a different issue, but you want to go work there, you sign a contract there for a whole year and two years and five years and ten years. So all that according to me is not permissible. The chances of you or your children losing Islam is much more than rather enhancing your Islam and enhancing your children's Islam and identity.
0: A question here, Muftisab. My widowed sister and daughter were involved in haram relations. I have severed all ties with her after numerous warnings. Will I be questioned about cutting ties with her in the year after?
1: so you must remember if your daughter is involved in haram relationship she fell in love with some non-muslim or muslim boy or whatever and you wonder and yet she doesn't listen so remember then there'll be no questioning for you because she does not want to listen to you and so forth But again, we have to beg the question, you must remember this, when our children are in their formative years, so now your daughter, we're speaking about his daughter, isn't
0: it? The person says, my widowed sister and daughter were involved in haram relations.
1: Yeah, so you must remember that. So your daughter and now that lady there, the busy you understand, in haram relationship. So the question we have to ask is this, that when your daughter, uh, is his daughter and sister, Without sister and yeah, daughter. right. Yeah. So you must remember that. So sister, we'll come to just now. Let's start with the daughter. So when your daughter was growing up, we also need to ask the question, how much freedom did you give her? who gave her the cell phone who gave her the internet who gave her freedom to do whatever she wanted? to and then she got addicted to the pornography she got addicted to the lesbian sites she got addicted and then when you see this day in the night at night time daytime Then you want to experiment. And then she found, you must remember, her auntie, meaning your sister, she found. And then she also was a widow. And now they said, come, let's experiment this and so forth and so on so it's wajib and compulsory upon you to sever ties with both of them Mm. your sister also you must sever ties your daughter also you must sever ties with them why because you must remember these are considered as kabira a major major sin Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi authentic hadith, go open, tirmidhi, go open, Mishkar sharif, and so forth. Inna akhwaf ma akhafu ala ummati amila One of the things that I fear for my ummah in the future, meaning in our time, that they will indulge in gay business, men to men, Adam and Steve, and in that you can make by analogy, by kias, and so dead madam and eve and women will go back busy with woman lesbian business and so forth allah alone protect us so you must sever ties with both of them and tell them i got nothing to do with you And if the two of them consider it halal and permissible, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, then they are Murtadda, they are out of the fall of Islam. And they say, No, we know we are doing haram, but remember, we'll still continue, then they are Fasiqa, Fajira, all that. They are Muslim, but still they will be Fasiqa, Fajira, so yet you should then excommunicate them and sever ties with them because the ayat that we refer to, Surah 47, verses 22-23 in the way when you have authority and tufsidu fil ardi that you cause mischief mayhem chaos on this earth and you sever the family ties is this is for our personal reasons but ye Shari'i reason also that they are doing something which is absolutely totally haram there's no person in the world who will tell you it is an act which is permissible Though those people who sabotage, we must remember for personal reasons, then all might tell us, states chapter 47, verses 22-23 that Allah has cursed them Allah has made them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind so therefore we need to take cognizance of that my mashura and advice to you you, your wife, your family, everybody must sever ties with all of them whether it's your sister, whether it's your daughter and you must tell them that tell you don't sever this relationship until you don't make Toba and so forth. Till then, we will not know salam and no Kalam and we will not greet you, we will not socialize with you, we will not invite you for dawat and functions and so forth and so on.
0: Muftisap, a question. I appreciate your advices, and, but I entered the working world. Myself and my husband are dependent now on my income. I know it's wrong, Muftisap. Managers are non-Muslim. Some are also LGBTQ+ but I don't know how to get out of this.
1: So you have to fight. You must remember your willpower and your desires and so forth. Just look at the harm you are doing. Let's take today's example, all right? So when you woke up early, so now whether you read Fajr Salat or not, we don't know. So we give you the benefit of the doubt you read Fajr Salat. Thereafter, remember, you have to take a shower, groom yourself, all that. So you have to wear all, you know, tight, tight clothes and so forth. You know how the work environment is. So you have to groom yourself for them, so you must look what they will tell you presentable and so forth and so on. What Nabi salatu salam said first what Quran said Surah thirty three verse thirty three fi A woman's place is at home and she must stay at home. She must stay glued to her house. Second one is thus Habibuna Rasulullah hadith intermedi and isah. When a woman emerges from a home, and this we can't call necessity what you are doing. and then she applied that makeup, perfume, all these things here. For marrat ala wa Then she passes the man, here you interacting with the man by your own confession. Some of them are LGBT and what then what and all these things here. Fa she is akin to an adulteress. These are not my words, these are the words of Nabi. Wa then most of the time you'll be missing your Zohar Salat, your Asr Salat in winter months and so forth and so on. And then that income itself is tainted, polluted. It's like you saying you are ill, but you're not taking medication, you're taking poison. And then you're expecting Shifa and cure. So you must say, Ya Allah, I'm reading two rakat Salat. I'm placing my trust in you, Ya Allah. I'm resigning from my job. may ومي... Surah 65, verses 2 and 3 Wa يَتَّقِ اللَّهُ Whosoever fears Allah Ta'ala مَخْرَجَا Allah will make a way out for him or her for that matter. وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And remember that, that Allah will give you risks from such avenues that you never expected, anticipated. Now you say that your husband, he's working, but is more dependent on your income and your wages and salary. Why can't you from your house do a home industry? I give you three, four, five examples. Number one, I don't know if you know how to make samosas, how to make bhajahs, how to cook and so forth. How many women here yeah, in lands, I'm telling you, some women are so busy, they do better than the people in the shops. From their house, you must remember that people order rotis, they will order samosas, they will order bajias, they will order acne, they will order biryani. So it's all upon you how much you want to put and so forth. So all these options are available second option that you are sewing you understand so you know how to sew and dust and all these type of things or you know good english good afrikaans from the confines of your house and you just need a computer and so forth you write speeches you write this you write that so if you look at it there are so many ways you must remember in the confine of your house where you will not be violating encroaching the sharia and so forth and so on so you take cakes and all these type of things you have got those indian delights and those delights and all these type of things so so many things you can't do but the shaitan lucifer satan can be said no there's no fun when you are working at home. We need to interact. We need to, you understand, push up. We need to do this. So, وَزَيَّنَا shaitanu amaluhum. The Satan, shaitan beautifies the vices. And he will tell you, no, that that is exciting and so forth and so on. So, my sister, that is my advice. And you place your trust in all, my See is not something I must tell you, but twice in my life it happened. You understand already? When I came from Karachi, you understand? And I was married also, and it was november second, nineteen eighty. So I told my wife and dad see end of the year, let's go meet our family so long we haven't seen them this. Then eighty one January I'll start somewhere. So I started, you understand. So Allah, and Newcastle was wonderful for me. Then in 22, 2000, you thousand you'll understand, so then I resigned. So our principal, Muqasim Qasim Sema, couldn't understand. So he really thought I wasn't speaking the truth maybe, you know. So I gave him a resignation, two lines, three lines. I just told him that I'm terminating my services and Allah forgive me for my shortcomings and I wish Darulum well or something like that, you know, and I gave it to him. He even told me, I'm not accepting it, like, me, I'm going to take it up now. So I said, that's up to you. So anyway, you must remember. So he said, but what are you going to do? So I said, I don't know. I'll see. You don't understand. So in that day, what happened? I went to America twice. The first time my brother Yusuf Dokrat came, he told me, A.K., what you going to do? I said, no, I'll see. He said, come. Give me your passport and all that. So I told him, no, you take my wife's passport also. You get the visas. So for America, Canada, this is 2000. So America, we got 10 years. Canada, we got 3 years. And then we went alone, two of us, no woman. And then after 2-3 months, both of us went, me and my wife. And then in one year, matter of 5-6 months, we went to America. I went to America twice. And my wife came once, you see. Then I went to Malawi and I met the president and a lot of stories and this and a lot of things there. Then General Islam came and they said, now my wife's nephew was the Ziyad Muhammad. He said, no, you must start here and all that. So then I was in America, and then I made Istihara, and this Americans were forcing me. That time, Allah is my witness, 70,000 rand, the equivalent was working out. And they wanted to yet add more perks. I told me, I'm going home. I can't stay here. You know how cold it was. You can't even go outside. It's so cold. For two weeks, we were inside the house. We never went outside like that. So it was so cold, you must remember. I said, we can't stay here and all that. Then 9-11 took place in 2001 and on. That is how my career started and I came here to this place here on the 16th of January, you must remember that, 2001, and then my first broadcast was on the 22nd of January. So we place our trust in Almighty Allah, Allah opened the doors, then I resign after seventeen years, so you must remember full seventeen years, and then I still never knew what I'm going to do. Don't understand. Then the capital group came on and they said, What are you going to do? I said, No, I'll see. I just need a room and I need one engineer and I can do. So they came down and they saw that I'm upstairs, the downstairs is empty. It's my massi, my Kala's house, you understand? Allah grant them all genital for those. So I said, Let us speak to them. Maybe they'll give us. They said, You take this whole thing, you understand? We make it our own radio. So that is how Mercus Sahaba came into existence, and on 12 April 20th, 2018, you must be started with this. So now it is almost five and a half, five and almost six years. Rajab, or end of Rajab, will be six years, Islamically. So you see, so in the starting, maybe it's a little bit difficult. But then for inna ma al usri yusra Allah ta'ala will open the doors you must place your trust on almighty Allah and then see where and where when I go to Newcastle now, you must remember how the people tell me when you coming back. They say, I never left. My voice is there. My voice is right in your bedroom, you understand? Maybe in the bathroom also. But anyway, in the bedroom also. <laughs> so you must remember. I'm not there, but my voice is there, so you must remember that. So that is Allah's fazl Allah's mercy and all. So that is my advice to you. You must remember in life. Beg Allah you make the right decisions and place your trust on Allah. Then see how many doors Allah will open for you. That is the only way in Islam,
0: remember. Mufti I'm of age, the person says, and my desires are strong at times. But my parents don't want me to get married because they feel like others who are 23, 24 years aren't getting married too. So there's no need for me to get married they say also, well, is it true that the later you get married, you'll get a better wife or husband?
1: So remember whether you are a male or a female, what your parents are saying with due respect to them, totally, absolutely haram. I give you both ways the hadiths. First, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa addressed who? The young men, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22, they fall in this category. Habibu Naras, and hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Habibu Narasulullah, sallallahu alaihi addressing, you must remember the young men. Ya al Shabab. Shabab means no jawano. It means the youth. Ya al Shabab. All you group of youngsters. مَنِسْتَطَاءَ Amin kumulbaa. Whosoever of you, you got the financial means, you got the physical means, and so forth, of getting married. always, Get married immediately. Why? al-basr. With the barakah Blessing of nikah, the consequence of it will be, you will lower your gaze, and you will look more at your wife, and so forth, and so on and you will protect and fortify your private part hadith in muslim Ahmed ahmad for male female everybody we know how fornication adultery leave non-muslims in a muslim community how rife and rampant it is how many people contact me because they know we won't tell anybody by name and all so that they are what it means that my conscience cannot allow it. How could I commit such a crime? So this lady commits a crime of adultery for years, two, three years. The boy, the girl becomes a girlfriend and she continues with her affair. Then she realizes that this person is just using me and is having a good time and will give me a kick very soon. So you must remember that then their inner conscience works on them. Then they ask, what must I do? We tell them when it is fornication, you're not married, it's hundred lashes. And when it is adultery, it's death penalty. So we cannot give this punishment in our countries, but we must mention the crime and the reason, and the consequences of it and what are, you understand, Islamically the punishment of it. So the point is, then make sincere Tawbah, never commit this crime again. We all are sinners. Allah Jalla wa Allah will give, give, give us Tawbah to make sincere toba how do we know our toba and our repentance is accepted we never go back to that crime in future so that is tobatan nasuha toba and maqboola toba so like that it is you must remember this so nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam is addressing the men the youth get married and for the men and women the hadith in muslim ahmad allahumma hassin for O all might Allah fortify and protect my private part you see islam promotes a pure and a chaste society and the secularism capitalism communism socialism all these a haram shaitanic democratic dispensation all promote vices, they glorify it also. Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, Madam and Eve, and all these satanic systems. So that is the man. Now we come to the lady. You are 17, 18, 19, 20, and so forth. See a hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Tirmidhi Sharif. He Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, إِذَا إِلَيْكُمْ when somebody proposes for your daughter, your sister, or so forth, وخلقه, and you are happy with the person's belief structure, he's a proper Muslim, he's a Sunni, a not a Shia, qadiani and Agahani, and all these Shaitans and non-Muslims, وخلقه, and the character of that person is good, his income is good, halal, and so forth, all that will come in there then you, the girl's parents, the girl's family, for so we get your daughter married quickly, quickly to him, to the suitor. Not to the shooter, to the suitor, to this guy who proposed. So once you propose and you fix it up, Islamically it's is called khitbah. Khitbah means that now you have promised one another, you will get married very soon. And then after one week, one month, three months, you get married. So I got married in one month. You don't understand? I just saw and next month we got married, finish. You must remember this kind of things. One, one and a half month and finish. So, If you're not going to do this, oh, the girl's family... The Asadun then there will be turmoil, chaos on this earth. All authentic Ahadis. The girl runs away, the boy takes her away, the girl gets pregnant. And all this is happening already in our Muslim society and so forth. So with due respect to your parents, if you are a girl and you are 28, 25, 28, 30, all that, then say, no, 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 you mustn't get married. And all that is haram, the advice they are giving. Then you must go to your cha-cha, your father's brother, your kaka, or you go to some family member and you explain to them and say, see if a good boy comes, you must give the permission and me, I'm going to get married because my parents are uh, irresponsible and I understand uh, compromising and so forth in that case your nikah will be valid and the son will be upon your parents and your nikah will be valid because of their now crazy stance let's just call it that if you are a male, then we don't promote this, but because circumstances will change sometimes. So you don't need your parents' permission to get married if you are a male. But we never advocate that. We always will say male or female, take the blessings and the duas of your parents. But if your parents are so, you understand, crazy, say, no, you can't get married when you're 21, 22, 23 and all that. You must wait till you're 29, 30, 40, all that. Maybe you'll become half past six by that time you must remember that so now you must get married then so you must remember total wrong advice you must tell them okay if that's what you want then me i'm getting married because now you know i give you two st- things here i'm giving you the references also abdullah ibn mas'ud anhu arda he is Faqihu Hadil ummah one of the senior muftis of this ummah he used to say my his wife passed away right so, an uh, example he's giving. That his wife passed away. So, his wife's name was Zainab. So, he's giving an example. If Allah told me today, you must remember, what's the date? Fourth of Rajab. Allah Ta'ala told me on the 14th, 15th of Rajab, I'm going to die and pass away. I, Abdullah Masood, will still get married immediately with the fear of falling into fitnah. This is the golden era of Islam. Today this fitna right in a masjid, live everywhere else. People busy with their cell phones, people talking about soccer and cricket, and talking about, you must remember, crazy polo, and so loud you can hear the whole discussion, conversation. So all these things today. So if you want reference, go open Fikhu Sunnah by Sayyid Sabiq, you will find it there. So you must remember that. So that's one. And then hadith in Muslim Ahmad, that for you, the male especially, you know in English they use the term confirmed bachelor. So you get some guys, the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, they don't want to get married. He said, no, me, I'm still looking. So I say, you're not looking, you want to do parking. (laughs) Parking, get busy with this lady, get busy with that one, get busy with this one, and how many haram? Habibuna Rasulullah Hadith, is Sahih in Musad Ahmad ahmed al-A'zabu shaytan. A'zab means a person, a hey, who's not married. So you're not married, you want to remain a confirmed bachelor, then you shaitan and you're not a true Muslim, remember that. Because you as you said, you have desires. So when a person has desires, what that male will do? What that female will do they'll start masturbating or they'll start messing around chat lines watching porn doing dust all these haram things well see I give you from Quran and see the genius Al Imam Shafi'i was is will always be. Therefore his African teacher, Muslim bin Khalid Azanji, at the age of fifteen, wa bil Ifta gave him permission, verbal oral permission. Go go give fatawa and verdict not certificate and all that in those days. So you must remember that people today worry about certificate like Maghrib like what Matric certificate. So today I heard in the news this morning, eight o'clock news. They said in the matric newspaper, there was uh, in the matric papers test paper, there were some t- sent uh, that some errors and so. He said, no, no, don't worry, we will compensate them, so they'll pass everybody. What they'll do, you see. <laughs> so therefore, I told you that your South Africa matric certificate is not worth the paper on which it's written. So listen to this male and female and all of us, whether we married, not married. Surah 23, Surah Mu'minun and verses number 5, 6, 7. Surah 23, verses 5, 6, 7. If you don't know chapter verse, open the beginning of the 18th Supara and verses 5, 6, 7. The beginning of the Supara, the beginning of the Surah. وَالّذِينَ هُمْ لِفُرُوجِهِمْ حَافِدُونَ They are those people who guard their private parts. إِلَّا Allah أَزْوَاجِهِمْ أَوْ مَا مَلَكَتْ إِيمَانُهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ غَيْرُ مَلُومِينَ Yes, you go to your wife, you go to your husband, you fulfill your conjugal relationship. You see, there's one guy, he went to the hospital. You understand? So he asked that, you understand? That, this lady, she asked house, oh, you understand? my husband or my brother feeling. So the nurse supposed to tell him, no, don't worry, they sedated him. So she said, no, 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 don't worry, they seduced him. Yes. <laughs> so you must remember, yeah, how crazy also sometimes they are. So then she also started getting worried, nurses are seducing the men there or what. So you must remember, but husband, wife, you seduce one another, it's very good, not only really permissible, it's very good, permissible husband, wife, and desirable also taught us a lesson this is surah twenty three and verses five and six then what imam shafi said and those people who go and fulfil their lust and desire not by their wife, not by their husband, by someone else, especially in this day and this age. Adun, they are guilty of committing a major sin. Al Istimbat Wal from there he derived and his fatwa was that your masturbation for male female is haram and so forth therefore Mustafa sallallahu alayhi hadith in Bukhari Sharif and what he said يستطي, and if you can't get married for whatever reason that poverty whatever sickness and whatever so then for alayhi bisawm then you must fast inna soma lahu that this fasting will be mukassi rushawa, it will crush your desires and so forth. So there I gave you Quran, I gave you Sunnah Hadith, I gave you Fatwa of Sahaba, Abdullah Masud. And you must remember that we as the Ummah, we must promote our children, must get married very young, especially in this day and this age. 18, 20, 21, they must be married. All this business, they must get degree, they must dance, it's all haram, all that. That, you keep on delaying, 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 and their bodies are burning with desire. So they have to release that desire then the haram will start you must remember this and today you just press one button all the haram comes in front of you so remember who doesn't have a cell phone who doesn't have internet who doesn't know how to do it children know how to do it so in south african schools nine years old ten years old are giving birth Go take your statistics of every province and say 2023, just take one year, you will find over 100,000 girls and teen pregnancy, that's the term they use, teen pregnancy. Go and see how many girls got pregnant before, and mothers, before they even reach the age of 13 and 14. That is our South Africa. Why? The condom policy. You understand? Give everybody condom. So condom, they'll make you more dumb and dumb and dumb. They'll make you more foolish and idiot. You must remember that.
0: Muftisab, the question here is, or in fact it's a statement and the person is saying I'm very happy with Muftisab that he spoke of the prohibition of masturbation. Some scholars have said the evidence says it's fine. So can Muftisab please provide the evidence? So you must remember
1: that what bigger evidence you want than I just gave you from the Qur'an. You must remember this. So remember masturbating is haram, it's not permissible. I teach you on Masla Ramadan Mubarak, is near now. We make the du'a. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa Ramadan. You, Mu'ana I don't know if you know this. So remember, this is an academic discussion for ulama and students, and then we teach the public. You see, when Hazrat Mufti Sab, I sit with him, all these kind of issues, we have a good discussion, you know. So, I'll ask Hazrat, this is many years ago now. So, I said, Hazrat, in my heart, I got this doubt and confusion. Like, you so say, you, say, you say, what do you mean? I say, Hazrat, some ulama, some kitabs, they write, Allahumma barik lana fi rajabin. And some write fi rajaba. Then, everybody agrees. Ramadana, so then, na Ramadan, and then everybody agrees. So, you must remember, but this rajab one, so Hazrat Mufti Zawal Haq Sahib, Hafizullah, he says, no, that Rajabah is correct. So what will be the translation? Then you will understand. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabah. Oh Allah grant us barakah for this Rajab year. So this Rajab, 1445. If you say, Allah, you studied Arabic, so what the translation will be? Ya Allah, give us barakah, blessing in any Rajab. It can be this year, it can be last year, it can be previous year, it can be following year. But we're speaking of this year. And then I ask him, so it is Ghair Munsar if he say, yeah. So, for Ghail Munsarif, then you know you need two reasons. So, one is Alam and one is Adal. So, that is there. So, therefore, we say both is permissible. And if you want to play it safe, then you don't say anything. You just make sukun. Allahumma <speaking> barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa Ramadan. Finish. The whole story gets finished. But if you want to go into academic discussion, then it's better to say Allahumma <speaking> barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'ban wa balliqna Ramadan. So that came in also. Now you my brother, today a person is fasting. Yesterday a person was fasting. Ramadan a person is fasting. He or she goes and then they mess the bait. Ijma'an according to all four schools, what will happen to that person's fast? Is valid or not valid? If it was something permissible, you must remember. So then why? There should be a problem. There should be no problem. But Ijman, everybody will tell you it is Mufti Rusiyam, your fast will break and so forth. We won't say Kafara is compulsory, but definitely we'll say Qadai is compulsory. So you must remember these type of issues. Yeah? Those ulama who say that Istimna is Jai'is and thus we totally disagree with them. The Dalil evidence they have to bring. We gave you for from quran we gave you from sunnah we gave you from fiqh everything you must remember when they you must remember make a claim then the owner's responsibility is on them to prove that nabi alayhi salam sahaba they said that they don't come with us today scholars and oh, we don't interest it in that there's not dalil in islam Dalil and proof in Islam is Quran Sharif, is Sunnah Mubarakah, is Ahadith Mubarakah, Fatawa verdict of Sahaba. So then we talk, you see. So not does Mawlana said and does Mufti said and that Sheikh said. That means nothing in Islam. That today you'll get everything, the people. Some Mufatiya will tell you this is Sharia compliant. Another Muftiya will tell you this Halal logo is permissible. All that we're not interested in. These are all scholars for dollars business.
0: Mufti a person says, I am a male. I want to take flowers to a samosa run this weekend. Can I take this? And what should I ask at such samosa runs?
1: So remember, the samosa run will come to afterwards. You're going to go for flowers, but maybe she takes the flowers and she say, get out from here. So you also will have to get out and your flowers also will disappear. When you purchase that roses and that violets and that jasmine and jasmine and whatever, so straight away you already became brother of shaitan. Why? Quran Sharif states, chapter 17, verse 27. Chapter 17, Surah Bani Israel, verse 27. Innal <inaudible> الْمُبَزِّرِينَ Nakanu إِخْوَانَ shayatin that people who squander, their world, the brothers of Satan, Shaitan and Lucifer, go to any major clinic here in Johannesburg, Durban, Pretoria, Cape Town. Next to the hospital clinic, the posh one, you will find the flower men there. The florist, they call them. So what they do? is say, no, you must buy the flowers and take it to the sick people. They'll see the flowers, this, this, so that will encourage them and that will, inshallah, pull up their spirits. Is this anything to do with Islam or is it a Western satanic custom? You must remember that. it got nothing to do with Islam. They look at it for one minute, two minutes. They just throw it away. So what good it is. You see on the weddings. That's one reason we don't go today. You must remember that. We'll perform the nikah, Then we just make Uzer 90%, 95 And then you just say, bye, we're going to Say said, no, no, no. I said, just go look the inside, the intermingling, the videos, and then what they call this thing, I even forget all. You know when they put that big, big decor, so you must remember, you won't forget these words. The decor is such that the roof and the ceiling and the chairs all got parada, and 90%, 70% of the ladies got no parada. So, (laughs) akal hogya. You see, the brains have turned upside down. That the chairs got parada but the woman don't have parada. Ah. And that flowers they put one one flower five hundred then thousand then that big big flowers after the function they just take and just throw it away. So what is all that? You must you became brother of Satan and Lucifer. So my brother, what you want to take flowers and all these type of things, yeah? You read the du'a. Surah 2, you take du'a kitab. is something good. So you must remember that. So you give the father, give the brother, like let's say so you must read these du'as also. You know, <laughs> don't say must give her, but they'll understand it's for her also. So you must remember, so you read 2 rakat salat. Read surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hamlana min azwajina wa. Oh Allah, grant us our spouses, grant us our children, and who are the coolness of the eyes, and so forth and so on. So you can't be alone with her. You there and you, she is there alone, and nobody there. The Satan, Shaitan, is there. Then you will start asking her funny questions. Haram that. So her father has to be there or her brother has to be there or her uncle, meaning her chacha, her kaka or mamu, mama ji and somebody has to be there or nephew. Not one small lightiki, five, six years old, somebody who's balig and mature and all. So he has to be there. Remember that. So you can ask what your age and you know that when you want to get married and one question you must ask. They just test the waters. Okay, if you get married, you will stay with my mother. Or from day one, you want to stay separate and independent. From there, straight away, you will get the answer. You understood? They will tell you, we want to live separate day one. But can you cook? You will make all uh, square samosas and the triangle rotis and all these type of things. You understood? So therefore, you need you need to ask all these kind of questions and this stuff. So if you don't ask questions and you just put everything on Allah Ta'ala, your mother, sister can ask the questions all. That is fine. But you can't be there for one hour and two hours and say, no, I still want to ask more questions. And then you start dating and smooching and start decommunicating all that haram. Wala zina in In Islam, never mind zina, zina, fornication, adultery, don't even approach it and don't even go near it. It is something indecent, obscene and so forth. We want to do what somebody else, but if somebody does what my daughter or sister, we want to shoot them dead. You see how Islam, everybody's daughter should be treated with respect and you know, honor and so forth. So that is what we need to learn and understand.
0: Pufti if a person made ghusl and straight after it, it was an incumbent ghusl and he did not relieve himself, was his ghusl accepted or not? Ghusl is
1: valid, but remember it is not good to do that. Why is not good to do that? So husband-wife had relationship. Straight away from there, from the bedroom, you went to the bathroom and you took your first gusal, mandatory bath. Thereafter, if a few drops of money came out, then according to all four schools, you have to repeat that gusal. You must remember that. Why? The Muslim, the Muslim tariqa, the Muslim way is this: that when you had intimacy, conjugal relationship with your wife and so forth, then before taking the ghusl, go and that relieve yourself. After you relieve yourself, then everything that was left in the pipeline, all that will come out. Then you took a ghusl, right? And then after that, you saw one, two, you understand, drops of semen, sperm, whatever, and all that. Then according to Hanafis, ghusl is not compulsory. You must remember that because you went to toilet, everything. And now it It came out without any desires and so forth. So it was left over, but you went to toilet. Maybe one, two drops came. So from a technical point, Hanafis will say, in that case, the ghusl is not compulsory compulsory now. Shafi's and then we'll say compulsory. Anyhow, it came out. Whether you went to toilet before that or you didn't go, so it will still be compulsory. So therefore, even from a health point of view, remember common sense, but common sense is no more common nowadays. So you must remember after husband. Therefore, before our son, our daughter gets married, my own family. So I call them, my daughter, my sister, my, my nieces, my nephews, and. They get in and say, come here, let me explain to you a few things. You understand? Like this is one issue. We explain to the niece or the sister who's getting married or whoever, See, you will experience menses. So make sure that when you're married and you must explain to your husband also, the portion between the navel and the knees must be covered that's compulsory whilst you are in menses, you see. Out of menses, then no problem. But in menses, like that. And the husbands, we have to tell them, no, just hit a bang, 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 bang. thank you, Man, Business, Learn the du'as and so on. We end up on a nice, beautiful hadith. Write down, Muhammad SAID, it will help you in life. You're still young man, you know. You'll become a very, very good expert and expert also. So you must remember, you have to teach the people these kind of things. You must remember. So the hadith is mentioned in Sunan Sa'id bin Mansur. Habibuna, sallallahu sallam, is who? Rasulullah. So Nabi alayhi salam addressed the man and said, they sent a Rasul. So the sahaba were amazed and astonished. Mar Rasulu ya Rasulallah. What you mean we must send a Rasul? What you mean by that? We don't understand. So the Master a.s. said, 1400 years ago and more, Mar Rasulu Ya Rasulallah. The Master a.s. said, You don't animal, you just go and just finish you up. No. Al Qublatu wal Kalam. What you call nowadays, Mawzaid, what you call? Four-play. You know fourplay. So Islam taught us about foreplay, so 1,400 years ago. This is the hadith. Al-Qublatu wal-Kalam, speak to your wife, arouse her, seduce her, and kiss her, and all that then you go slowly slowly and do your job and so forth so islam taught us these things therefore i gave you reference and everything so that is how it works not like let's go and let's climb in and everything finish and cloud one minute's time finish you're Islam don't teach that. You must remember this. We must learn what are the mahasin, the beauty of Islam. But we want to take from this doctor and this expert and that harami who is the doctor, half of the, them who give this kind of advice. Their marriages are breaking. Oh, they themselves are gay or lesbian and so forth. So therefore the problem because we suffer from the inferiority complex. White is right. White is uh, West is the best and white is right. That is our problem. Remember
0: that. Inshallah. Jazakum Khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi We say jazakum Allah Khair. And to all our listeners of Surya S.F.M. in Marka Sahaba. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.